boogity, 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 let's go racing, boys! Wow. Beautiful. You're welcome. Th- I- thanks. So, uh, welcome back to the Swallow Your Whistle podcast, where we are just so hyped to talk about Daytona. Actually, <laughs> excuse you. <clears throat> not not really. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Dale Tona. Thank you. Yes. Respect the man. Yes. Uh, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, Daytona happened this weekend. It happened. It it was a th- it was an occurrence. It was an occurrence. Uh, not honestly. No, not a bad race. Not a bad say. race. Obviously, I mean, we'll talk about the end of it at the end of this segment because I at least want to start the show positive. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It was interesting. There was a lot of back and forth. You know, it, honestly. It was a solid race. I, as we'll talk about later, I really hate how Daytona and Talladega have become these just absolute crash fests. Like, listen. But that's what the fans want. <laughs> yeah. Listen, Tony Stewart got his wish. To- yeah, no, no, no. Tony Stewart did <laughs> And they didn't 100% even, have, they didn't even have to go backwards. Did half the field end up wrecking out? I think so. I know, like, if your car was running at the end, the worst you could have finished was, like, I want to say... 26th or something so like that about half so about field. half the field yeah so um they probably still should have put half the field running the other way i mean yeah you know um although that said uh we did get many many wrecks i listen the big one's almost always gonna happen just i mean that's, that's unavoidable at a super which speed way. fine but when people there's... are ping-ponging around at 200 miles an hour right but when there's gonna be a red flag every single race yeah i mean i just don't like how the modern like plate package is just like you get such big runs if you block you're gonna get you're gonna get wrecked i just you know it's now that i mean i thought i thought originally the plate package was good but they need to find a way to it's just it Tone creates down. this really weird thing where it's like obviously you want a ton of competition. Right. Super understandable. I want people running together. I want the race to be interesting. The problem is when people run together for too long, they run into each other. I mean and when and when you're running for that long, you make mistakes. Yeah. I and think when you that, make mistakes and you're right next to someone at two hundred miles an hour, you're gonna wreck. I think uh that making the cars uh faster actually might solve this problem now i know that sounds kind of counterintuitive but if you think about it the reason that everybody has to hang tight together is because if you don't hang tight you're gonna go a lap down basically once you're like separated from everybody else Mm. there's no way to get back so by making these cars faster i think you'd make people or or like more passable people would be more willing to lift because the way it is, it's like, oh, well, unless I get a great run, uh, I've seen the last of this person who's right. running up on me, so I have to be throwing blocks. Yeah, I mean, I, I also think that it's a culture thing with with why the the Super Studio Racing has gone to where it's been. Um, I've heard this from, I forget exactly who, but a few people. And I think it's absolutely right where these new kids that come up, they don't, they're not used to these cars being dangerous. They're not used to seeing people die. Like, you know, Jimmy Johnson, Kyle Busch, you know, uh, you know Dale Jr. when he was racing, they've seen people seriously hurt, killed. While and, they've been racing. Right. And because of that, they, I think they're more respectful, you could say. They're not, or they're not respectful. They're, they're not as careless, I would say. You, hmm. Uh... I don't know, though. Honestly. I mean, especially after what happened this weekend. They, well, yeah. I, I mean, it's one event is not enough to change no. well, an entire culture of racing. I uh, mean... But if something well, were not, not, to be a I, bit of a catalyst... I mean, if he, if Ryan Newman was killed, it would have. Because, I mean, with, when Dale Earnhardt died, that changed things. Yeah. That, you know, it was a huge... It was a huge bit of, you know, safety innovations that were like, look, you're you're wearing this. There's no ifs or buzz. You're wearing this. We don't want another person to die. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, uh, 
we'll get back to that in just a minute. Um, uh, uh, back to the race itself. Yeah. Um, it was a lot of back and forth. Uh, a lot of manufacturer alliances pitting yeah, don't like at those. the same time, which I really didn't care for. Um, and then coming into the last couple of laps, it was a really tight race. Uh, yeah. Denny was running in front for a good chunk of it. He was he was leading for the majority, for, although I think a majority of the race. I think yeah, near like the three quarter mark. I forget where exactly it was. Maybe sixty fifty to go. It looked like it was. It, I mean, it was mostly. Kyle Busch and Logano out front, and they were kind of just, they're working great together. And then, you know, the first big one happened where Joey gave Almirola just this ridiculous push, and Almirola gets in, gets into Brad, and Logano just keeps pushing, and Brad gets dumped because Almirola has nowhere to go. Yeah, and then Brad obviously collects a couple of people. It <laughs> creates a pinball wreck that yeah. involves a bunch of people. And... Then it's just like, well, there's the big one. Yeah. There's what you all came to see. Oh, let's actually rewind it back to a little earlier in the race when literally the best possible chain of events <laughs> happened. So <laughs> Chase Elliott, being the uh, under-talented, over-sponsored driver that he is. Uh, uh, he's, a, he's a good driver. Uh, well, good drivers communicate effectively. And uh, whether it was on him or his team... He went peeling out of the pits with a gas can attached to his car, which not only got him a penalty, but it rolled into my second least favorite driver, Martin Truex Jr., uh, and hit the front of his car, so he had to come back into the pits to inspect it for damage. And I'm pretty sure when he came into the pits, he got a too many men over the wall penalty. Yeah. Yep. What an absolutely stupid <laughs> chain of events that, that literally could not have been better. Well, you said Truex is your second. So would you say that Chase is your least favorite driver? Honestly, yeah, probably. Re- really? Yeah. So for me, it's flipped. I I can at least respect Chase, um, but I just... I mean, it's more even, I think. Okay, yeah. I think actually no, that's not fair. I think whoever on the sc- is on the screen is my least favorite driver. Okay. Um, but when they're both on the str- screen, I would say like it's pretty even actually. I just don't really like either <laughs> of them me, that much. For me, it's it's I put Truex slightly above just because of how much of a whiny bitch he is. Yeah, that's um, fair. Chase isn't really whiny. I mean, when Hamlin dumped him, he was pretty even keeled about it like he didn't say anything that was like oh i'm gonna go i'm gonna go dump his shit it was more just like but then he did it well yeah (laughs) i i think what you realize is that the guys who say they're gonna dump you don't a la churex mad dogging yeah churex is like i'm gonna i'm he he ain't winning the damn war and you see joey gonna pass him on the high side to win the championship wow really put up some stiff competition (laughs) chase elliott says I'm I'm just gonna race people how they race me, and it's an unfortunate thing. And then he puts Danny in the wall, cuts his tire, and that's that. Yeah. So, you know, I for me, I just think the tricks he whines a hell of a lot, and he whines a hell of a lot for somebody that wins so much. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's not like a he's not a dickhead to his like crew crew like Kyle Busch is, but he he thinks that because he's a quote-unquote clean racer he deserves everyone to race race in the exact yeah same way. really it's like look drivers are more aggressive i'm sorry deal with it yeah honestly but. it's uh yeah i i think that yeah it's a very like almost childish mentality to yeah. have to be like oh because i did good things good things are gonna happen to me yeah. and yeah, the nature of racing is not especially karmic. Like, whoa, is Martin Truex a simp? <clears throat> I mean, Martin Truex is literally the ultimate, like, nice guy of racing. I'm a nice guy! Why am I not winning more? I'm nice. Why aren't other people nice to me? I let them pass me. Why didn't they let me pass them? Big brain hours. Yeah. I mean, it's possible. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, no. I. You know, whenever we go into NASCAR, it seems like we always just bitch about our least favorite drivers instead of talking about the race. I mean, yeah. Um, 
like we said, the race itself was a lot of back and forth. Denny led most of it. But that last lap really overshadowed just about everything oh. we have to say about this race. Um, so, I guess we should talk about that because we've been skating around it a ton. Yeah, um, on the last lap of the 2020 Daytona 500, I, th- I seriously thought I saw a man either dead or paralyzed. Yeah, it... Um, it looked bad the first time we saw it. It looked see, like it, looked it didn't ba- help it, that we saw. It looked bad the first time we like saw it. Eighteen fucking Ugh. replays of it, which is way too many, considering that we didn't know at the time whether or not Ryan Newman was alive. To me, Fox did a really pretty shitty job. That was, I mean, it horrible. I mean, it was it was bad the first time I saw it. Um. It was even worse when I saw him go head on on the wall, flip, and then in slow motion saw him get demolished at 200 miles an hour on the driver's side of his car. I mean, I just... And who was it that hit him? uh, You mean on the driver's side? Yeah. Corey LaJoy. Corey LaJoy. Because I saw a photo today of Corey LaJoy immediately after. He's like on his knees next to his car. Like... I. Well, if I rec- I think I actually saw that. I think that like the it's, it was like the wrong back. I guess the, the actual story was he actually got like like jolted in the nuts by a seatbelt and he was like trying to recover. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> I mean, it was potentially <laughs> both. Yeah, but, but I um, mean, yeah. Th- there was also there was also a picture of Ryan Blaney who, in his interview, was I mean visibly shaken. All of, everybody just yeah. about yeah. was. I mean, and. He it was a picture of him just like hugging some crew like some of his crew guys because he he was just like, what did I just see? Yeah, what really. just happened? No, it. Um. Yeah. So for a little bit of context for those that didn't see it, um, don't Denny, don't watch it. Don't, don't watch the crash, please. It's yeah, I mean it's terrifying. Like it's it's scary and I mean, it's okay. weird because I've seen that crash more in the last like three days than I have seen. The crash that legitimately killed Dale Sr. Right. In my whole life. Yeah. It's like, it's unreal how much everybody was like, oh, this is super tragic, but look at it. Yeah. Look at I, it. Isn't no. this so tragic? It's like, bro. I was not, I just. I didn't really I need saw to see it. that. I didn't Thanks. need it. I didn't need it. Like, and listen, for those of you listening, uh, Today's Wednesday. Newman was actually released from the hospital this morning. Yes, we have we have so, good news on that. Newman was released from the hospital earlier today, walking, talking with his with his two girls. Which I mean, I thought he was dead on Monday Monday night, and then you know you get the news that he's alive and just. Thank I was the the relief there was just incredible. Yeah, seriously. And then, you know, I think it was yesterday, it was that he was alert and awake and talking to people. Yeah, yeah. And then today it was he was joking around with his friends and family with the doctors and then it's like he's leaving. And it's it's great. What? It yeah. So for me it's a little bit I wouldn't say it's easier. I mean, I I guess it's, it's a, easier to cope with. It was Well, it's like a, it's a little bit easier to watch the wreck now knowing, knowing he's that okay. he's okay. Yeah. But my god yeah i um so for context uh it was during the last lap of the race um newman got a big run uh and denny faded into third uh and gave second place uh just a massive push to try to carry himself back up to the front Mm -hmm. which was i have to say it was a primo racing move oh it It was was perfect perfectly which is which, a very veteran move, which we were talking about, where it was like, with a lot of drivers, like, oh, I'm not going to see him. I have to keep pushing. Yeah. Where now Denny was like, I'll just get to the back of Ryan Blaine. Drop in behind him. him rather than yeah. try and block him seven times and cause a wreck. Yeah. Uh, push Blaney. Um, Blaney kind of lost control, hit Newman. Newman moves up the track, clips the wall. At, well, he, he didn't clip. Well, okay, he yeah, he hit the on. wall basically full speed. The car went inverted. Yeah. Um, and then Corey LaJoy ran into it and he literally like, it popped up in front of him. There was nothing. Yeah. He no, done. I mean, and the car, like there was flames under, there was like, it was a fire underneath. He and didn't then, climb out. And then like, Fox did the really nice thing of like showing the oil 
or like fuel. Yeah, literally, like the and whole time I was like, that is this car up. about to yeah. catch on, like yeah. burst into yeah. flames? Exactly. Something that some people don't seem to understand about gasoline. It's not flammable. It's explosive. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> this wouldn't have looked like dousing something in lighter fluid. It would have gone boom. Yeah. And I was like, what is taking the marshals so long to yeah. get out? To yeah. Him? That track safety response was horrific. I mean, it could have in my blown opinion. up. And, yeah. It, like, they had a good... 30 plus seconds of footage of it i want to say it was and it was just ridiculous. zooming in on the fuel and i was just sitting there like Ooh. like it wasn't even showing the whole car it was just like no hey um so we have this camera angle that might show somebody exploding in a fiery wreck yeah yeah uh let's let's Perfect. show that that yeah you know how most most like sports they they're like oh someone's injured let's like go over like to the sideline or like you know to the to the fans go on a commercial break commercial break with the fox injury music but we're gonna do that uh, after we show you what caused this for the third time yeah I've seen it I've seen it twice that's once that's once too many yeah really I like <laughs> I just yeah um so but yeah I mean it has a happy ending Newman's uh, well, fine as far as we can tell i mean he's he's home with with his two girls and that's which is all that matters yeah i mean minutes. like this is what dale died for basically yeah like yeah. i i think that's fair to say yeah um but yeah so thank god he's all right so the story does have a happy ending i mean i um which if you would have told if you would have told me on monday night that ryan newman was going home today I would have been stunned. I mean, I just remember, like, scrolling through Twitter for an hour and a half straight, and then just, like, finally seeing, like, oh, there's, there's a press conference. Okay. And they literally just said, uh, he's at the hospital. We'll update as the situation becomes apparent. Yeah. Like, I, I, well, I mean, it was that, I mean, that was basically what they said, and then Mike Hilton came on, and I was fully expecting it to be... The same thing that happened February 18, 2001, where Mike Kellen said, we've lost Dale Earnhardt. Yeah. And yeah. instead he says, Newman's being treated, he's in in serious condition, but the injuries are not, non-life-threatening. And at that point, it was just... Woo! Yeah. I mean, it was just, thank God, and we gotta do something about the super speedway racing, because it is... It... It's becoming dangerous. Well, it's which... it's dangerous, and it's just it's not as fun because if you're relying on like racing where you're relying on wrecks, it's not. Yeah, wrecking not... is not racing. No, it's wrecking. I mean, yeah, I just it hurts because the last fifteen laps are like at the end of a college basketball game where they take like an hour because of there's gonna be at least one red flag. There's going to be... Uh, yeah, I think it's fair to say that, like, the last 15 laps of a race, just tune in then, and yeah. you're guaranteed to see at least one wreck. You'll, pro- you'll probably... Probably two or you'll three. probably be there for an hour. Yeah, genuinely. I mean, and out of the last 20 laps, we probably saw, like, seven laps of racing, and then the rest were under caution. Yeah. I mean, it's just... Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it that just, is kind of the other thing. It was something that you had pointed out during the yeah. race was like, they have too many caution labs. Whether you should be like running them slower mm-hmm. or just not counting right. or like count like the first two caution laps and then right. however many after right. that don't count. I feel like that might help to be honest. Yeah. Because like just ticking down the race, people become more desperate. Right. Because they're like, the next caution might, you know, take us into overtime where I have two laps, two minutes, essentially, to try to win a race from whatever position I'm in. I mean, you you shouldn't be running a quarter of the race under yellow. Yeah. I mean, that's what it it seemed like. I mean, it doesn't help that there's mandatory caution breaks, but... No, yeah. I mean, that makes it worse, too. Um, But, you know, it's... It was a fun race up until, up until the end. Yeah, no, um, it was a fun race. We were both excited. I'm glad. I'm glad NASCAR is back, though. That's that's nice. Yeah. as much shit as I give it, it gives it, us I more still... to complain about. Well, yeah, as much among as I... other things. Yeah, I mean, you know, 
More things to bet on. <laughs> yeah, that too. Um, so moving on to a story that hasn't really resolved itself yet. Woo! Yeah, we're we're talking about the baseball saga that never ends. Ah, these fucking Astros. And it's not even them that's making us mad right now. Well, I mean, they always make me mad. They always make us mad, but the commissioner of the sport <laughs> himself. I never thought I'd see the day where there was a worse commission than Roger Goodell, but well, here we are. And yet, this man cares more about people retaliating against cheaters yeah. than the actual offense. Mm -hmm. This dude is the worst public school teacher yeah, I, in that America. That was my first thought. Literally, I where... mean, so the thing, the only exception I will give here is it's not fighting back, it's retaliation. Like, if... The, the This would only be a worse yeah. look if he was finding a player who took a baseball bat to the camera at center field in Minute Maid Park. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That that would be on that level. But this is only slightly less. It's like, we're not going to tolerate any retaliation. But at the same time, people wouldn't retaliate if you did your job of punishing yeah. the offense in the first place. I mean, I there'd, mean there'd still be some retaliation. But... Yeah, but it wouldn't be nearly as bad if you say, even like... 50 game suspensions and fines. I mean, there would, that wouldn't be enough for me. It wouldn't be enough for some people. But if you're that afraid enough. of people getting plunked by pitches, mm -hmm. they probably shouldn't be out there. I mean, my, I mean, listen, I'm with this saga, the, I'm very difficult to please. Cause for, no, yeah. With me, it'd be the only way I'd be pleased is if, if like Correa, Bregman, series, and, and Altuve were like, th thrown out of major league baseball the ring or the trophy was vacated. Like, yeah, it, it'd I take mean, a lot like, for me to be uh, like accepting of the punishment, but it's a joke. Yeah, no, it's it's a very light sentence, no matter joke. how you cut it. Um, I mean, I like I told you, I told you this. I I sincerely hope that like Altuve or Springer or Correa, like they fucking fracture their wrists while getting hit by a pitch. I mean, yeah, it's, and and listen, I. But like we talked, we talked about not wanting injuries. I don't give a shit. Like they are, they're such pieces of shit that they deserve to have their wrist fractured. I don't even care. I mean, yeah, really. Oh no, it, w it wasn't because of a buzzer. I had a bad tattoo, and that's and then I, I was afraid of being mocked after winning a World Series because of my bad tattoo. Which, by the way, no, if that. He said, un first of all, crack. he said unfinished tattoo. There was like a name that should have taken like 15 minutes. I have a tattoo. It did not <laughs> take me that long to get. Yeah. Like, I, I just, I mean, and yours was probably more complicated. Uh, I mean, yeah, because he got like most of the way done. And then he was like, hey, you want me to add a border? And I was like, yeah, go for it. Yeah. I just, I mean, it was a name, which shouldn't have taken very long. Like... How big would you estimate it was? Like, I, about that probably, much? Probably, yeah. Okay, so a tattoo that's about five inches, unless the... Mine took about an hour. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's a, it's a picture. It's mm -hmm. not a name. And yeah. was it just black? Just black. That legitimately probably takes about 45 minutes. Yeah. So unless he was doing it and... Had a game later that day that he didn't realize. Which, how stupid are you to do that? Like either. So what you're saying is either your time management skills are yeah. god awful, you overpaid for this tattoo if this dude's taking this long. Yeah. Um, also, who the hell would get a tattoo during the season? That takes time to heal. I healing a tattoo is no like. I mean, it's not hard. I mean, it's not hard, but it's still like it's still gonna be sore and. It kind of depends. If it was like right here, yeah, no. Okay. If if it's right. on a meaty part, okay, it's literally just the skin irritation, and that lasts maybe a couple days. All right. So, yeah, uh, but yeah, it's still a bad decision. And then that's your excuse. Everybody's pointed out weird bulges in your uniform at this time. I'd also like to point out that there's two lies there because Correa said it was the bad tattoo. Then Altuve said it was because his wife didn't like think uh, didn't want him to take his shirt off 
and then because he's shy or some shit like that. So you're a professional athlete. Oh you yeah, don't get and, to be shy. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and then go to his Instagram page where he's there's like a bunch of pictures of him shirtless. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow, we're doing some deep investigative journalism now. I mean, I, I mean, it was something someone put. Po- po- uh, I mean, yeah, out, no, that's but, fair. But like, but it's just like so you're so you lied that your wife didn't want you to do that, and then you say it was a shitty tattoo. Where, by the way, he said he was it was like something with shyness then he then he's in the locker room like the next day after the whole tattoo thing came out where he goes to the locker room he takes his shirt off turns around there's media there by the way right of course so he he does have the tattoo but this is the bad tattoo that you were afraid of showing off it was a name and it like i don't unless you so i'm expecting to hear this week that he's gonna (laughs) say oh like it looked way worse i had it touched up since then how do you I mean, I guess you could touch up a name, but like, if you, if someone. At that point, you're just, you're just inking. Like, the thing about tattoos is they fade. Yeah. Mine looks nowhere near as sharp as it used to. Yeah. Um, but that's just the nature of it. The ink disperses. Like, it's never going to look sharper than right after all the soap gets wiped off of it. Right. I just. I just I see it as indefensible. It's a weak excuse, it's, honestly. It just shows they're li- they're lying scumbags. Yeah, really. It does nothing to help the perception like, that they're the, literally like this just. Team, this team has become my least favorite team across. The they're enemy. like full reverse cover up mode. Yeah. Like damage control. And then you know. But they're miserably failing. Yeah, at and it. then Josh Reddick comes and says, you know, at this point we got to stop giving a shit and we'll just go out and win. All right, well, if you go on winning, we're just going to think you're cheating again. Yeah, really. We're going to assume like, there's a new system in and place. And then, I mean, listen. No, I'm not saying, like, no, you must suck. But that's what the fines and penalties well, should do. Yeah, except right. they're nowhere. So if the Astros have a good record this season, I bet they get hit even more than they would have if they were trash. Yeah. Oh, you mean like hit by a pitch? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. They'll get plunked way more. Like here, here's the thing: if they're like top of their for division. the rest of the Astro the, that like the Astros players' careers, if they win another championship, it's not gonna matter. Yeah. Like, no one's gonna. Yeah. Which which honestly, like Manfred, I guess had a point where it's like the shame's gonna go with them through their entire career, which I guess that's like the only reasonable point he had. But that, but but then he said like that should be punishment enough. No. Yeah. I like, mean, like, yeah, we're not going to let them forget. I mean, listen. No one is going to no let them forget. No one from that championship team should ever be allowed in the Hall of Fame. Uh, Yeah. No, I agree. Um, and this is so, enough of a stain that that's what's going to happen. Yeah. and I mean, like, we keep bringing up Pete Rose. His offense was way more minor. Old. And he's oh, nowhere no. near the Hall of Fame. Yeah. I mean, this is, like, almost Black Sox yeah, level. It's... I would say. I mean, yeah, I I mean, I get, I mean, the Black Sox through games, so I guess it's... I it, mean, it's the other way around, but still. It's, I, the Black Sox is still worse, but it's up there. Yeah. I, that's, that's why I said almost. Yeah, I mean, I just, I hope this team is horrific. I, I hope, I hope that a bunch of their players end up on the injured list with, like, fractured wrists and other assorted injuries. Sorry, not yeah. sorry. Yeah. I hope for nothing but success from their bat boys uh, taking them as people get struck out looking. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for the rest of their lives. Yeah. I mean, and honestly, it could happen. Without their pre warning systems, mm-hmm. I will not be shocked if they don't play anywhere near the caliber that they no. have been. And I honestly, something that I really do enjoy is just like Yankees and Dodgers fans who usually don't like each other, even which is kind of odd because like across the country, across there's the not really a there's not yeah. a huge rivalry. There. I mean, I get I guess because they're both like top contenders, but it's like Yankees and Dodgers fans coming together to say fuck the Astros. Yeah, it's hilarious because the main friction between <laughs> Yankees and Dodgers fans is like, oh, we had Sandy Koufax. Oh yeah, well we had Randy Johnson. Like. Well, it's. I think it's now. It's more of like we'll, we'll probably see you in the World Series, <laughs> but it you know hasn't happened yet. Yeah, but I mean, <clears throat> I, but yeah, no, that's but, fair. But now it's, it's just like hey, just contending friction. But yeah. literally, all every other fan base is now united. Yeah, like the and, and Astros are public enemy number one. 
It's hilarious too because you know Belly came to the defense of came to the defense of Judge and basically said, "Yeah, no, Altuve robbed him of an MVP." Like Judge basically said, "You know, I appreciated what Belly said." And just, it's, when you have your own players, yeah, in your league stepping up to say this is wrong. Oh, Justin Turner called man basically called Manfred a joke. And I mean, it, he it is was, it at was, this point. I mean, he is. The, but the fact that Justin Turner, a current player, came out and said it was hilarious. Yeah. I, know I can't. If, I, I don't know if you wait him. for Justin Turner oh, to get fined. Yeah. But basically, Turner talked about how out of touch Manfred was. Oh, absolutely. And then, like when he when absolutely, when, I guess he was asked about like the comment about Manfred calling the trophy just a hunk of metal. That is, th- that almost more than anything is yeah. more offensive. Yeah. Yes, the object itself is. But what it represents thirty six pieces of metal. But or what it represents is, it is is a lifetime of work. This is, you're taking the crown jewel yeah. of somebody's career and just like hucking it yeah. straight into an incinerator, yeah. but basically, or, or a grinder, I guess. Basically, an incinerator wouldn't do anything. So, to jewel, but uh, what Turner said, I guess he was asked about like Manfred devaluing the trophy and calling it a hunk of metal. Yeah, Justin Turner's re- uh, response was simply the only thing devaluing the trophy is the fact that it says Commissioner's Trophy. Yeah, really. Like, it was... Which is also <laughs> weird. Like, surely it, it should was, say, yeah. like... I, I actually... I, I, don't, yeah, I, I don't know I, what I, I would know. replace that name with. But the fact that he said that was just... It was such a good clapback. Just call it the Robinson Trophy. How could that make Part- anybody mad? Well, I, I mean... Oh, well... Okay, yeah, but... <laughs> yeah, call it, call it the Jackie Robinson Trophy. That sounds good to me. I Yeah, really. Like, whatever it's gonna be, just... Something other than the Commissioner's Trophy. I mean, no one calls it it. It's just the World Series Trophy. It, it, yeah, it's the World Series Trophy. But yeah, no. I. He needs to resign immediately. I mean... Because... If he... If baseball starts again and he's still the Commissioner, he won't. Yeah. That's what I... That's yeah. my guess. I mean, it just... Because it'll cause too much organizational turbulence. So we're yeah. gonna... We're going to let him at least stay around one more year and uh, keep our fingers, toes, eyes, and, and tongue crossed that everybody forgets about this within yeah. a year, which isn't yeah. going to happen. No. It, I'm, if I remember correctly, the All-Star game for Major League Baseball is in Los Angeles this year. If any Astros make it, oh boy. I don't think they will. I, I mean, I don't think yeah. they will. Because now they only have the support of Astros fans. It's not even a support thing, dude. The... No, there are Astros fans who are defending them. Oh no, but that's not what I'm saying. The like the um, they've given everybody playing them a reason beyond like competition to mm-hmm. come out and try and beat them every week. Yeah, I would predict. That the Astros will face, and again, weird stat to track, so it probably wouldn't be. They're going to probably face the highest average pitch speed in the league consistently. Yeah. Yeah. Because everybody will see that stupid logo and throw that ball like their life depends on it. Like, you've given every other team... So, except for maybe the other ones that are cheating, mm. so much fire to beat you. Yeah, I would actually really be surprised if the Astros find themselves anywhere near the playoffs. I God, if I you know at love... least until they change the format. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, no, I I am um, I'm really disappointed that there's not a series in Los Angeles with the Dodgers and Astros this season. Oh, is there not? No, if there was a series in the summer, oh, you bet your ass I'd be going to those games. Um, yeah, I mean... I mean, it... It is gonna be bad for them. I wish them nothing but the worst. Um, Somebody's probably gonna McGregor their team bus. I would assume it would be a drunk fan. I hope that happens. I mean... I hope... I the, hope their bus doesn't the... deserve it. It did nothing wrong. Well, okay, well, I hope, I hope their bus has to stop and they have to get out in the, in the middle of the night and have to deal with the belligerent fans. Yeah, just... <laughs> mechanics sabotaging the engine of the bus so that they're constantly like barely making it to games just cut cut the uh, accelerator wire 
<laughs> just like, yeah, just put a banana in the exhaust pipe or something. Mm. I don't even know where the exhaust pipe on a bus is. I, it, pipes. Uh, yeah, I would assume. Um, so I think we've riled against the Astros enough for this week. I mean, so uh, let's talk about uh, controversial, but still slightly less controversial event. The oh All-Star Weekend, because that happened this weekend, too. That was fun. It was fun. My only problem with it is um, uh, it prevented me from seeing more of uh, Zion Williamson, because it's the All-Star break. Unacceptable. Uh, so it's a very brief Zaywatch segment this week. Uh, I want you guys to know that Zion is the most generous and kind person oh, is he? on the face of the planet. Oh, is he? The Pelicans organization tweeted about him giving all of his teammates uh, custom Beats wireless headphones Wow! as a Mardi Gras present. Wow. So uh, it's obvious that he's embraced the culture of New Orleans, yeah, yeah. is the most generous person to ever exist. It goes like, Zion Williamson, Mother Teresa. I mean... Uh, yeah that's, yeah that's never a question yeah yeah zion's the greatest person to ever live zion is doing more uh than bill gates yeah yeah the bill and melinda gates foundation trash. child's play trash trash yeah um so that's all i have for zay watch this week um but so yeah the, on o- to the, the only thing i the only thing i had against the uh all-star weekend was that duncan robson didn't win a three-point contest uh, would have made a Miami sweep of the skills mm-hmm. competition. Bam Adebayo won the skills competition. Airplane mode. Derek John. <laughs> yeah. Because everyone knows, everyone knows that Derek John Loser's name is uh, airplane mode. Yeah. Well, see, the thing about that is a lot of people are very upset about They can go that. fuck themselves. I mean, yeah. So Eric Gordon kind of dunked over Taco Fall. He didn't, though. I'm. He kind of did he- one of those, like... Also, Taco Duck, so... Pommel horse moves? Yeah, and while also Taco taco Duck, so... Which, like, I admire your ambition. Like, listen, it was still... But, like, it, uh, it was still... Imp- First of all, the dunk itself wasn't impressive. The fact that he dunked... That he, like, almost dunked over a dude who was, set, like, 7-6 or 7-5, that that's impressive, but the dunk was shitty. It was just... He just, like, two-hand dunked it. Like, it was... Yeah. It was one of those things that required more, like relied more on spectacle, right? Than which is a, like, listen, it's I'm like not... any of the any of the like meme dunks where they bring out like a car right. or a model plane, right? Like, or literally any other NBA player or celebrity. Yeah. Like, listen, the, the dunk contest itself is because a those are joke. invariably just like yeah. routine, like maybe a slight cock back slam yeah. or like two hands like the, like the dunk contest itself is a joke now because because all the judges just give 50s yeah no like the, it's there's not enough cynicism in the dunk contest no like it's just and listen i Derek jones jr wasn't robbed in my opinion because it should have never gone to a dunk off should have should i mean i wouldn't have given aaron going a 50 for barely jumping trying to jump a dunk, uh, dunk over taco fall like it wasn't it was like a 45. Like, it wasn't that impressive. Yeah, I mean, like, oh, man, you failed to clear a 7'6 guy. Yeah, Aaron. Coming a lot from two dudes who can barely slap the net. You're right. But You're right. In but, terms but of thing like, is, pure spectacle. So the thing about the dunk contest, I think, not to cut you off, but because you brought up the grading, mm. is that the grading scale hasn't changed right. at all. Right. Like, you go back and look at some of these dunk contest right. wins. They're just, like, by today's <laughs> standards, very, like, routine, like, windshield wiper type yeah, dunks. Yeah, but they'd probably still give them 50s today. Well, maybe. But you look at some of the dunks that have won these. Right. Off the board, 360 yeah. between the legs are things of that nature. Yeah. Like, those are even more deserving of 50s. Um, but I feel like there's this sense where it's like, if we grade harsher, people will just assume that these dunks are worse. So we can't grade them harsher because it'll make it seem like the dunks are worse. I mean, I see, I think the NBA is like the softest American sports league. So I feel like a lot of it is the judges like, oh, we can't judge them harshly. Look, they're so good. Let's just give them all 50s. Let's have DJ Khaled judge the, judge the dunk contest God. because he knows so much about basketball. 
Like, why is Dominique Wilkins, like, not a judge, like, every year? <laughs> like, Yeah, really. <laughs> like, why? I feel why, like, like you have to have participated if, to be a judge. If, is that fair? That is absolutely fair. Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. No celebrity judges. Like, Period. Like, Dwayne Wade shouldn't have been there. Like, yeah. But we've got to, we've got to lure in the casual fans to something the that NBA they weren't probably watching has some anyway. of the most amount of casual fans like because it's an exciting league and people are gonna tune in anyway yeah. you don't need to up the factor by having i don't know and also let me say this i also hate the fact that you that you don't get docked if you like miss your first attempt i hate that i mean it incentivizes going for bigger stuff I'd ra- I mean, okay, if I if I see you try to attempt something three times and then it's you less finally impre- do it, like, it should less imp- be less impressive. It's, it's way less impressive to me. Yeah. Like, Derek Jones Jr., most of his dunks were on the first try. I mean, yeah, that's fair. I, I can kind of see where you're coming from there. I don't think that you should necessarily be docked I think points. you should, I, in my opinion. I, I wouldn't say be docked, but I would sh- say that it, like, goes into account. Where, like... Because that would be the other thing. It's like if you, say, bailed out of a dunk before mm. completing it because you knew you were going to miss, like the ball just didn't feel right coming up or whatever. I mean... It, and you bail out. Well, like, it should be judged. You should have your set judged rather than your okay. dunk. Okay, if you bail out of it, I don't think that's an attempt, though. Like, if you, like, don't attempt the dunk and you just kind of... Like, like, if you your know, hand doesn't yeah. touch the rim? Yeah, no, that's... Then fine. You just, you just like, you missed, like, the like the alley-oop, the self-oop or whatever. That, that's fine. Okay, yeah, no. I think they should be judged on the set. Like, I don't think there should necessarily be a penalty for missing. I do. Uh, but it, sh- like, it should be factored in. It's like, yeah, you missed, but you were rotating four times. It's like, I can... whatever. I, I mean, like, I, I, I think it. There needs to be a little bit of give and take there. I also think because you don't want people to just be like, oh well. All four of us were planning on doing uh, the Jumpman dunk because it's going to get us the most points yeah. and it's the easiest, impressive thing we can do. I also think you only get three attempts, and if you get, if you miss three, if you miss it three times, you get a zero. Yeah, that that seems like a reasonable rule, honestly. Um, but but for me, like I th- I think that if someone like if you do the same, by the way, Zach Levine did like copy Derek Jones Jr. Like I'm pretty sure like twice during the contest. Which, by the way, is Aaron Gordon. I'm pretty sure got a 50 for one, and Derek Jones Jr. only got like a 48 or 47, which was. I mean, I I think for the most for like half, like they were trying to give Aaron Gordon the dunk contest. Yeah, because like, he got shafted the year yeah. before. Um, and so you know, if Aaron Gordon say misses a dunk and then Derek Jones dunks on his first try, and it's the same dunk, I think Derek should if if they think it's like a 49. And he should get a 49, and Aaron Gordon should get, like, a 48 or 47. I mean... Maybe. I don't really see an issue with uh, one-upsmanship, so long as it is actually one-upsmanship. Right. Um, But, yeah, it kind of, like... I I, I do agree with you there, though. Like, if it's too similar to somebody else's... And then the guy gets a higher score than you. Like, really? Do they lay out that creativity is one of the criteria? Do you think I know what the hell they're, like... I mean, do they <laughs> at least say it? No, I don't think so. No? Like, it. I mean... I, I feel like... Like, 70% is literally just how loud the rim bangs when you hit it. And then, if you bring in a celebrity. Like, Aaron Gornberg out common, I'm pretty sure. And... AI. <laughs> like, yeah, I just there's a lot about the NBA that I don't like, and the softness of the players and most it's of the beca- time the it's analysts, like becoming the WWE basically. I'd say it's more becoming soccer. I mean, of just as far as their obsession with like appealing to everything that's like not theirs. Yeah. Like, I mean, I know you didn't ever watch wrestling right. and have a borderline contempt of it. But like the thing that WWE always does is they pull like celebrities who have like Trump. very little <laughs> like relevance to the right. sport itself. Right. 
and like perform like Shaq Shaquille O'Neal participated in a WWE match. They just want everything that's not what makes it cool. Well, I mean, I think the difference is is that like WWE's not really a sport; it's entertainment. So I think that's the. I mean, yeah, but how is that different from a dunk contest? It's not really because you're just distilling things, right? To make entertainment, like yeah, it requires both things require athleticism. Right, it's the same idea. You're just trying to create a spectacle. Well, like create it within the. Am I being too greedy to say create the spectacle within the bounds of your sport? Oh, I would, I, I would love it if there were no celebrity judges, no celebrities that like come on the court. I would love that. Yeah, like I understand like bringing people on to help you out mm-hmm. and yeah they might be notable like i, or like I would teammates. much i would assisted like, dunks have like, been part of the contest for a long time i don't see an issue i mean with it. like i i didn't completely hate when like pat Connaughton brought out like christian yellow's double with the dunk that was cool yeah but i don't know but you shouldn't get any extra points right. for it yeah like i mean i think i guess partly it's the fact that again wwe's like it's like i mean it's scripted entertainment whereas like i mean yeah there's the a little contest, more variability but right. it's it's the same idea i mean they're you're, both they're both entertainment but well, well yeah what i'm saying is like you're trying to get people excited right by doing things that are not the sport right yeah like you're fair. yeah i mean like Just like celebrity guest appearances, right? Don't really—they're not that impressive to me. They don't no, impress not, me. They're not at all. And do, I mean, do casual people find that cool? Like, is anybody really gonna be like, "Oh man, did you see that sick dunk where common. some guy I've never, yeah, you know?" Because I'm a casual fan, right? That dunk where that one dude with that one haircut like <laughs> grabbed it off of like. Cardi B's <laughs> hand and passed oh, it between oh his legs God. and yammed it. The yeah. fact that she's there probably doesn't even make a difference to no. anybody. No, and the thing is, like, the NBA is, like, that's where, you know, rappers want to be basketball players and basketball, basketball players, players want to be, be rappers. Yeah, so that's, like, celebrity status, like, no one really cares because, like, the bas- dunk contest in itself is just showing off the athleticism of their players like that's fun to watch on its core. own i just want to get back to that that's like you know that's why the home run derby is cool because most of the time the guys throwing bp are like their dads which is awesome yeah but are they ever bringing out like oh here comes chris stapleton to throw for mike trout or whatever not i mean it's usually not like, really well I think people take the home run derby a little bit more seriously, so it's usually like either their like par- like their dad or like their like their dad who's been pitching to them for their yeah, entire or, life, or like their pitching or like their hitting coach or like yeah, their right. coach. Yeah, so I, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe no. I'm just disillusioned with celebrity culture. Who I, knows? I know I I completely agree with that. I think it's I I just. The dunk contest, I find the three-point contest so much, and the skills competition even much more enjoyable. Because they're raw. Right, exactly. They're not produced. It's, it's like... It's not produced. It's like, Aaron Gorman brought TikTok girls. Like, Which, that first is disgusting. off, yikes. And you know... Most of those girls, you probably cannot legally associate with outside this arena. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, the worst part is that that should have never happened. But anyway. Oh I, yeah, but like for oh, so for my three point contest, I want Drake mm. to be handing me my shots. Like you. Nobody wants that, nobody cares, it's not relevant. No. I think that's why the three point contest is more appealing. Yeah, because, in some ways. And I just I mean there's no obviously there's no way to make make the dunk contest not subjective like the It's always subjective because yeah. it's a judged competition. Right, because because at a, a dunk at its heart goes in right so it's everything in between right and at that point it's like gymnastics yeah exactly uh what is it like a 16.53 or something or like boxing or looks different to me than somebody else exactly it's the difference between a knockout and a win by decision right 
One's a lot more conclusive than the other. <laughs> Basically. Listen, either the three-point shot went in or, or it didn't. didn't. Yeah. <laughs> like, Which, I mean, you know, the All-Star, it's, it's, look, it's fun. I mean, I got to see Bam win, uh, win, win the skills competition. And it is fun. It's supposed to be fun. Plus 1,000, baby. But it's not fun to watch. I mean, the it's a dumb competition. Yeah, yeah, no, it's not, it's not. Like, it's I, like it drags way more because you spend... 30 seconds introing the person right who's gonna be performing with you for assuming you miss like several times yeah they're actually gonna be doing something for like seven okay. seconds Legitimate, total. legitimately after i saw that the dunk contest went to like went to a dunk off i turned it off yeah because i was like okay this is stupid i'm not like i if Derek Jones jr wins cool but if not like this is just this is really stupid. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and I watched the entire three-point contest and the skills competition because they were fun. And it's like, the, there wasn't like this celebrity thing where, listen, you can, like during the broadcast, you can talk to like other NBA players that are there. They're celebrities. That That's fine. It's just, the celebrity culture of M- NBA All-Star Weekend and just, it's just, Stop. It, we, it makes it drag. I like. I wanna. I wanna see the players. I wanna see my my favorite players at All Star Weekend. I don't. I don't give a shit if DJ Khaled's there. It's a, yeah. How many um, iconic dunks from the '90s involved uh, like Nas ooping to Jordan? Thank you. Yeah, exactly. Actually, that's probably not the best example. I mean, I get your get what you're saying. <clears throat> just because you know one's Chicago and one's New York. Yeah. But anyway. Anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's kind of all I had about the, uh, all-star, uh, game. Uh, did you have anything else you wanted to add? Not really. We've covered two topics and stay or three and it's taken almost all of our time. Which is sick. Uh, <laughs> oops. Yeah. So, uh, quick stop off on the ice. Um, oh, wow. the Knights are coming off of a pretty good stretch recently. I didn't, I will admit I was very skeptical. Um, because Gerard Gallant has been my guy, but they've been, uh, they're like, I didn't actually check the average, but they're like a, about a 600 team over the last couple of weeks. Wow. Um, they're like the last month or so, um, which is awesome. They're currently, uh, tied 70 to 70 with the Oilers for first place in the Pacific division, which is awesome. So happy. Um, and then this comes out today, the uh, Martinez deal, yeah. where we got a decent player from the Kings, a decent defenseman, mm-hmm. um, for two picks, though. I yeah. felt like that was maybe a little bit of an overpay. Honestly, I, for me, I felt like a lot of it seemed like an overpay for a name. It's a like that was like that was my first thing. It's like, like a move for a move. Y- yeah, because because when I was like, oh shit, Alex Alec Martinez, I I well, I mean he's I know him because he's played my team a lot, but and because he's like decent, yeah, he's a good player, but two second, but he's thirty four years old. Oh, is he actually? Or no, I think he's thirty two. Anyways, he's it's a hard contact sport. He's kind of a, he's definitely in the back half maybe even the back quarter yeah of his career four mil a year with no salary retained Mm. and we gave up two picks yikes it's like i'm glad that we managed to get the deal done without giving up a prospect because good lord (laughs) we need them and especially since the knights have announced that they're getting an ahl team oh right yeah uh, I think it's supposed to be the Henderson Silver Knights. Oh, they're actually going to be in Nevada. Yeah. Oh, so you can go. You can, or, or at least that's what you was. Probably, you can probably go to a shitload of games then. That was what I have heard. Hmm. Which, like, I don't know where in Henderson. Um, because there's so yeah. during the AHL season, we're going to a Henderson and goals versus goals game, right? Yeah, absolutely. Hell yeah. We will absolutely do that. Because as we've learned, minor league sports are a hell of a lot of fun to go to. Oh man. Dude, that Aviators game was one of my favorite sporting events oh. I've ever been to. Or the uh, Reyes del Platas, I think it was. <laughs> yeah. The Silver Kings Correct. for the night. Well, um, there's only one Silver King there. Well, technically Finn. he was a he, he was a black king. Well, okay, yes. Black king, yes. Y- you know, Finn makes everything better. 
Ah, uh, such a good boy. Such, such a good boy. But yeah, that was my thought. Like, it'd be sick if, like, a bunch of other uh, people who are maybe not seen as being super elite, he comes to Vegas and transforms. Yeah. I just don't really see that as happening because a lot of the guys that have done that have been younger. Yeah. And also not as established. Like, people I mean, know who Martinez is. Yeah, I mean, because if you look at what Vegas has done, like, their big acquisition, who they paid a lot of money and, like, they paid a lot for Mark, uh, Mark Stone. He, he's paid out. He's, he's paid out. He's paid out. He but is, if like, I remember... He's the best part of the second line. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, who did you guys, like, either sign or trade for, like, last offseason? Uh, sign or trade for... Uh, Paul Stastny. Yeah, he... And Max Pacioretty. Right. And they form our second line. Yeah. So, like, it's, it makes sense. From, like, for They me, haven't been, like, at the level of Mark Stone. Oh, so this actually made me laugh hysterically. Because this made me, it, when, you, when you said Pacioretty, this made me think about it, his former team. So, the uh, Detroit Red Wings played the Montreal Canadiens four times this year. Yeah. I know where this is going. The Detroit Red Wings are 4-0 against the Montreal Canadiens. Good lord, dude. You know, I always <laughs> wonder what creates these kinds of things. Like, the um, like the Knights don't have an incredible record against... Mm. Uh, Most teams? Like, the, um, like the Sabres yeah. and the Devils. Yeah. For some reason. For some reason. Yeah. Like, both of those teams are not great right. but for some reason they have vegas's number yeah and, then, and, and it's not like a huge thing but i've noticed yeah a trend where they lose more games against the right and win. then against the ducks they're they just can't beat them or the ducks can't beat the uh knights yeah no which i mean this like, year it makes sense because the ducks are god awful it's very strange but like the first year and like even the second year like well, the Ducks weren't great last year, but the first year they were a playoff team. Like for and, hockey, which has so much right. parity as a league, it's probably Although, the highest parity sports league right. in. Although North I feel America. like a lot of it is probably because the Ducks were old farts, and like Vegas has younger, like th- their ideas. They play speed. fast, yeah. yeah. And the Ducks. No, are I like, agree. It's just it's interesting how you get these teams right. that where one just can't beat the other, right. even though. They're like a basement-dwelling team. Right. Although that said, it's kind of like the basement is hopping because the Canadians and the Red Wings are playing, right? Well, I mean, the Montreal is like a borderline playoff team. Oh, I know. But in my mind, you know. <laughs> Fuck They're Montreal. still the Canadians. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I... Yeah, I mean, I think... Oh, but what about all those Stanley Cups we won a couple years ago, eh? I think you mean like... 50 some years ago like a couple 10 <laughs> couple of tens of years ago yeah what about few those decades, <laughs> few decades what what about those yeah you, you won stanley cups when there was like six teams in the league congrats yeah but what about them <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it vegas has been an interesting team because I, I felt like they had such a good core but... oh yeah absolutely but then they traded for. I mean, Patrick's not a bad player. Like he was Montreal. I mean, he was Montreal's captain for a while. But that was also. I feel like Patrick was like thought of as elite when maybe he was just a really good player on a bad team. So he his star shined brighter because everything around <laughs> was him was dull. so much darker. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, again, he's not a bad player. But, no, he's but, a, he's but, a but, solid player. But he's not like maybe what. He's because I remember it's not like, what we paid. For. Yeah, right. Because necessary. Because I, I think Patrick was like a ninety on like on NHL at one point or something like that, and he's not like he's an he's probably an 83, 84. Like he's a solid player. Yeah, because using sports games as a metric is such a way well, to go. I mean, you, you know, because in two, that's more that's more of base like basing it off of like how people thought of him. Yeah, no, I'm not saying. Well, that's no, and in that sense, it's a really good representation yeah. because you look at two K twenty. Zion Williamson wins the dunk contest his rookie yeah. year invariably no matter how many franchise no points you run yeah. and he always wins um rookie of the year mm-hmm. Giannis or lebron always wins mvp yeah invariably yeah. like period yeah so why or Giannis wins defensive player of the year period year. within you know until you get a couple years down the line right it's like that's how they're thought of yeah. so in that sense it's a really good metric. yeah 
I mean, I wasn't more. I wasn't even. I was more using it to like the stuff people think of him. Yeah, no, and um, that's a good point. That is a good point. And then who was the other guy other than Pacioretty? Uh, Stastny. Oh yeah, he was. Um, he was well, poor guy. Leave Saint. Leave Saint Louis and leave him at the wrong time. <laughs> Again, solid player who's maybe not what it was advertised. And I, for but me, they've still been good. So I'm not. Yeah, like I'm not salty about it. Like if it's a little bit less than we thought we were getting, right? We're still getting like an upper level player. He might not be in that right. L- listen, peak you're, tier, you're but... for, like trades and free agency signing is a lot better than Anaheim's scouting department, where it's where they were promising us. Oh, we have a lot of good young core guys, and it turns like, out they're we're like, trading A level assets for B level players, which not great, but not but horrible. it's not you know we we really haven't had anything like yeah. blow up in our right. face yet. Well, meanwhile, uh, Anaheim goaltending An- situation is a little bit concerning. But Me- meanwhile, Anaheim's like, oh, we have these, we have Troy Terry, Sam Steele, Max Comtois. These guys are all really well. Comtois, Strong. we don't know about. Well, we got him from Pittsburgh. He wasn't really like a prospect. Well, yeah, but it was um, like a... Yeah, but it was like... Ter- He's going to lead the chart, kind it of. It was mainly like Terry and like uh, Steele, who are like these young prospects, where it's like, oh, these guys could be the future. They're like third liners. If, cool. Y- yeah. Cool. That's what our rebuild was about. Although, Trevor Zargris, I think his, his name, is the guy that the Anaheim drafted this year. Holy shit, that dude looks legit. Okay, well, that's good. He looks... I think he had like six points in a game a few like a few days ago. Maybe when uh, Gibby retires, he can pick up the mantle of being the one trying to single handedly <laughs> carry. Anaheim yeah. God, if Gibby, I don't want you to request a trade, but at the same time, please go to a real team. Like I would understand I, if you did. Yeah, I love that man, but it would hurt to see him go. But at the same time, I want him to be able to win something for once in his life. Yeah. Other than stand on your head, player of the year, the chiropractor's award. Yeah, or like, got he'll he either win that or guy who should win con or that should win uh the Vesna if his defense wasn't utter dog shit. <laughs> uh, like <laughs> I like to point out the Ducks' goal uh, defensive defensive uh, defense was one of their best units a few years ago, and then just like yeah, really. And also, Ducks fans, I don't want to hear the bullshit about about the expansion fucking them, which it did, but they still had a lot of good young talent and then traded them. Yeah, I mean, that did happen. Like, listen, Shea Theodore, I'm not going to say I'm so salty about it because, like, I I got over it, it's fine, it sucks, but whatever. Dude, remember when the Knights were trash and the expansion, like... Exactly. They were going to be so ass yeah, for, exactly. like, the first six years. Yeah. The uh, uh, But now that they've had consistent playoff success, the, the expansion was expansion rigged, was rigged yeah. to give Vegas yeah. a great team to help establish a new franchise. Yeah. Uh, forgetting for a moment that, like, for the first year, our, like gm stat like our entire management was only making good decisions yeah i mean i just it i was just more i mean from the start i mean it was it was only from an only selfish perspective but i was like the nice could be pretty decent and they really screwed the ducks i'm angry yeah could you imagine if you were one of the three panthers fans in existence <laughs> and one of them is a black man Roy Bellamy from the Dan Levitard show. Good for him. But, like, <laughs> could you imagine being yeah. a Panthers fan? No. No. Circa. Yeah. No. So, you mean to tell me uh, that our coach and three of our best players just went somewhere else and now they're playing for a Stanley Cup? What? What? Yeah, no. I... Yeah. Um, It's... You know, it's, it is what it is. All right, yeah. And uh, let's conclude with the uh, combat sports segment that's always super short. Um, <laughs> but I am excited about, about this one, like I am about every uh, event that I talk about. Uh, this one is Delonte um, Wild, Wilder Gross. versus Tyson Fury. Dose. The Dose. first one was sick. It was. Typically, I get very upset when shit has unnecessary, like, sequels with boxing. Yeah. This is not that. This is 100% a match I want to see. Oh, again. yeah. Like, 
Because I didn't know anything going into this fight, mm. or going into the first fight. Yeah. Uh, I was like, wow, Delonte Wilder looks like the exact opposite of anything I would ever want to upset. Yep. And he has, like, unbelievable <laughs> knockout power. And then uh, Fury comes in. I was like, wow, he looks, like, kind of overweight. He's walking out <laughs> to a Katy Perry song. King. Um, And his boxing style is just visually unappealing. Yeah. Like... He's like herking and jerking everywhere. Yeah. Like it's not smooth. It, 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 he's looking like he's almost having like a vertical seizure against this dude who looks like he's born and bred to eat people. <laughs> yeah. Um. I was like, this is this is a, a joke. This yeah. is a sham. And then the fight goes the distance after after Fury a series of shots that should have ended the fight and he jerks back at like nine yeah he snaps to life and is up and willing to continue that man yeah is tough like i'll say i would say for him to win he's gonna have to kind of employ that rocky strategy a little bit yeah where it's like pound my very soft looking face in <laughs> until you literally can't do it anymore and i'll turn around and mm-hmm. haul the fight back um which is probably gonna happen or could happen mm. and it will certainly happen in the eyes of the judges provided there's not a knockout because god damn it this is one of the most exciting fights since uh pacquiao mayweather uh to me i actually I'm more excited for this than I was for that because for that I was like, yeah, this would, this is basically just like if you had a one-on-one of like Michael Jordan and Larry Bird now, like, yeah, yeah, it'll be good. They stood at the peak of their field, but Mm. it's not going to be what it was if they were both 10 years younger, right? five years younger even, um, but no, I'm I'm super excited about this, and I can't do like super in depth analysis. I don't follow boxing because it's boring because most of the UFC time. UFC is so much better. UFC is way more exciting a majority of the time. But oh, yeah. like, this is one of those few fights where I'm like, this is awesome. Yeah. More of this, please. Y- yeah. Um. So I'm super looking forward to that. Uh. And I'm excited to announce uh, Wilder Fury three slated for. Uh, Next year, when uh, there is invariably uh, some kind of undecisive decision, yeah, uh, unless one of them goes out cold, yeah, <laughs> basically because uh, boxing—that's how it works. Because more money, please. Boxing is the Disney of sports. Correct. If something works white once, they're gonna try it at least twice, if not three times. Yeah, exactly. Um. But that's all I have for that. Uh, super, super looking forward to that. Um, yeah, should be really exciting. Uh, yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening, even though I uh, uh, don't know that anybody should be listening to this. Thank you guys so much for listening. Appreciate y'all. Uh, appreciate y'all. Um, tweet us at, uh, on our Twitter that we uh, like never check. Yeah. My social media manager over here really isn't holding up his end of the bargain. Uh, (laughs) uh, We love you all. Thanks for listening. We'll see you again next week.